Hey guys, and welcome to episode two of Taskmaster Down Under the Podcast. I'm your host, Casey, and I'm very excited to be back. If you listened last week and you're listening this week, I cannot thank you enough. That's incredible. As always, you can find me on Twitter at TMDU Podcast. You can send in your thoughts or opinions or just chat to me about Taskmaster in general. I'm happy to chat. Uh, But this week, I was lucky enough to be joined by a special guest, Maya, who is a huge Taskmaster fan, which is why we're all here, I suppose. So let's tune in to me and Maya going through episode two of Taskmaster Australia series one. Right, let's do it, guys. Welcome to the podcast, Maya. It's lovely to have you. Lovely to be here. Oh, thank you so much. So obviously you like Taskmaster. That's why we're here. Yes. I do. And the people in my life are at capacity in terms of hearing about it from me. So being able to come here and uh, be on the podcast is literally saving lives. Well, this started as just me being bored and not having other people to talk to. So I decided to talk to myself for a start. Yeah. Are you UK Taskmaster mainly? Like where, where have you branched out to? So I've seen UK and New Zealand. So obviously I started watching UK, loved it. Like I can't explain how and why I love this show so much. It just tickles me. Like I think it's a combination of, you know, seeing these comedians that I love, have doing these tasks, some of which are really silly and, you know, improv at its finest Mm -hmm. to actually quite, actually I've really got to think about that. Like what's the strategy behind it, you know? I'm just so fascinated by it. And then, of, of course, like comedians are involved, so it's great. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. And I love Greg and I love Alex and that's a given. So obviously because I don't have access to UK television, like I started watching clips on YouTube, the different social medias. And then I can't remember how, but I stumbled across New Zealand mm-hmm. season two first. And yes, like, the legendary me, season. That's my pinnacle. Like, you know, whenever anyone asks me what my favourite season of Taskmaster is, it's New Zealand season two. Like, I could just be scrolling and it comes up like a clip and I'm like, I've got to stop everything and watch it now immediately. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Season two is probably, New Zealand season two is probably where I tell people to go after they've seen something of the UK one. Because I go, start with Greg and Alex and see how weird it is. Then go to New Zealand and go, oh my God, it's batshit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I, I always think New Zealand season two is absolutely the definition of chaotic good. A hundred percent. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, when I get to New Zealand, which I plan on eventually, I'll bring you back for season two. I would love that. Amazing. I would love it. Good. Because yeah. that's all I think I, about. <laughs> I um I have lots of favorite Taskmaster contestants, but it's really hard to go past David Correos as my favorite of all time. Oh my God. I can't. His whole, his whole thing. He's just, he seems so lovely. And he just lost his mind and it was so good. <laughs> and I, I I mean, I imagine I would be the same in the same scenario, oh, right? Like it's yeah, so yeah. relatable. And sometimes when something happens, it's really frustrating in my life. Like I can hear him just going, ah! I'm like, yes, yes, that's the correct response to what's happening right now. There are moments about the tasks and about how people reacted that just pop into my mind and I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Well, I think that's the other good thing about Taskmaster in general and look, now you've got me on a roll. This is exciting. Is that yeah. I actually don't know a lot of UK comedians or I didn't. So I right. kind of started it with, I think it was yes. season 10. And right. I went, I don't know any of these people. I didn't, I didn't right. really know Greg. I wasn't into in-betweeners or anything. I had no idea who Alex was, but instantly yeah. I went, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. 
Yeah. And yeah. then I just got hooked. I think just the fact that the show kind of has the same heart about it, no matter where you go around the world, you just mm-hmm. fall in love with the group as a group, I think. Yeah, exactly. And I think well, one of the reasons why the show has been successful is because it doesn't matter whether you're watching a season or like a New Year's Day treat or, mm-hmm. you know, the one off, you know, Champions of Champions, whatever. Yeah. Um, they've been really good about getting a like variety of different people and I think uh, coming back to what I was saying before, one of the reasons why I love the show is because it it really very quickly goes from like can go from funny and silly to quite poignant and yeah. really quite heartfelt and, yes, you know, meaningful in the 100%. space of no time at all. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think it's a really special show that we've all stumbled upon. And actually this morning I was listening to another podcast um, and I'm not going to try and remember the name of it sorry to the podcast but they were interviewing Alex and they were talking about Taskmaster and Alex had said that there are some fans out there that are quite obsessed with Taskmaster and I was like yes like it's just one of those shows that it it brings you joy and it's easy to talk about because you're just talking about silly things with other people and it does have those moments where you go like oh my god that meant something you know and I think there's a moment of that in this episode of Taskmaster where I kind of went oh that's lovely but then you go back to laughing within a second exactly (laughs) and um having hearing you said that um just to go back I feel like one of the ways like when I got into Taskmaster was during lockdown. Yeah. And it was the perfect time to watch that because we all had nothing to do. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, we were all like rolling around the place, you know, in our own filth, <laughs> trying to figure out what to do. And so it's just like Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, exactly. And it was like so great because not only was it something to watch, but it's like, hey, like what if I did the task in my house? Yeah. How would I do this? Like there was time and capacity to think about it and it's like that also helped like get me in in terms yes. of the show yeah yeah I think they they found a new audience in that period and now yes. we've got Australian Taskmaster which is pretty cool yeah absolutely I was of course I'm going to be one of those people that was like oh god I hope this is going to be good because I love Taskmaster so much mm-hmm. and obviously we're two episodes in and I cannot tell you how much I love it like yeah. we can talk obviously we'll talk more about it obviously but it's just it's just whatever I was like worried about, I needn't have been, you know. That's good. But I, and I don't yeah. know, like, you don't have to have listened to my first one. But in the first one, I think I said I was worried that they were just a bit nervous and I thought it was good. But I think this yeah. episode, I just, I just sat there laughing and I went, yep, we're here. We found yeah. it. Yeah. It was exactly what I loved about the show in a nutshell. So yeah. I was like, great. I cannot wait for the rest of the eight episodes yes excellent I wish I could have gone and seen it but that's fine they filmed in Sydney um episode episode two was called keep it clean and flowing which I don't really want to get into the meaning of where that came from it was Danielle I think Danielle's going to get a lot of titles (laughs) I think she is too I think she is and much like Fern Brady in the last season of the UK version yeah, she's probably going to get a lot of titles that she wasn't meaning to be funny. Like she wasn't saying that to like, you know, say a line. It's just no. something that she sounded hilarious. She just came out with it and we all just went, oh, yep, that's about right. So did you know yeah. Danielle, Jimmy, Julia, Luke, Nina before this series? So I just had seen Danielle's stand up on just a few clips here and there. Like I didn't really know a lot about her. Yeah, Jimmy, funnily enough, 
not I was never a big giggle and hoot watcher, um, <laughs> not big child, but I his videos did get me through lockdown as well. Yeah. So I kind of knew him from that. Yeah. Julia, I think great, like love her. She's mm-hmm. the best. Luke is also the best. I know him. Obviously, I've seen him do comedy mm-hmm. and I love his show Rosehaven. Like it's one of my favorites of all time. So good. And, yeah. yeah, Nina, I've seen doing stand up and love her. Like oh, and she's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I knew, like I think I said last week, I knew everyone but Danielle. But, again, it's one of those things that I think this show just goes, yep, you fall in love with them straight away. Yeah, because I was when I saw the list, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. Like these are all just like seemingly so different people yeah. and they're just like perfect cast. They really are. The prize task this week was most satisfying thing to touch. So I'll just run through Uh, I guess, what they brought in, and then we can have a chat about it. So we had Jimmy bring in kinetic sand. Julia brought in a prostate. Luke brought in the Union Valley spot on his hand. Nina brought in her ass on a hand pin mouldy thingy. And Danielle brought sensitive weed. Yeah. I thought they were all strong this week. They were all very strong. Even the one that I, like, even the one that got one point, I'm like, yeah, like, Okay, I understand Tom's reasoning, but like that's still a good shout. Yeah, Luke's um Luke's spot on his hand. To be fair, once yeah. I said that, I did kind of touch my own hand and go like, oh, that yeah, is nice. Same. But then his point was, are you getting the nice feeling from being touched or from doing the touching? When Tom said that, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, no, he's Luke is finally issuing for some decent points. And I was like, wait, hang on. I had yeah. uh-oh yeah he's in it, and it is a weird and look I don't want to get into the science of how you touch yourself in not like that um but <laughs> just, yeah but with like touching I don't I I can never tell if I can feel myself touching or feel me touching myself do you know what I mean <laughs> right sure no, yeah you know what? let's not worry about that let's move on <laughs> yeah. so yep. Julia got two points for bringing in a plastic prostate which I think it's similar to what happened with Luke where is it that you're touching it and that's pleasurable or if it were you the owner of the prostate yeah exactly and I would argue that it's the owner of the prostate yeah and I would argue there was really no other option for her but to bring in a plastic prostate (laughs) if you're going down that path yes well exactly unless someone very lucky was getting a shout out in the studio that's a whole different version that is not oh, again a whole different of a different show. Yeah. Um, but I um, I thought Nina's um, her ass, yeah, her ass was yeah. great. Yes. I, yeah, I wouldn't have necessarily thought of that, but mm. when when I saw it, I was like, yeah, obviously, because those things are fun to touch. Well, that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, I don't even think it was about her ass. I'm sure her ass is no. great, but. The hand pinny thingy mold, whatever it is. I went, yeah. I haven't touched one of them for ages. I think it would be fun. Yeah. And I remember, just remember as a kid, like any time I saw one of those, I was like, like I've got to touch that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, it, I don't know. I don't even know what I would have brought in, but I imagine it would have been something that was like popping or like, you know, like a bubble wrap type thing. Yes. Something fun. Yes. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking the same too. Cause I was like, because I try and always think about, okay, what I would do if I was in that situation. Yeah. And you're right. A very easy call is like bubble wrap. Mm. Too straightforward though, don't you think? 
very much too straightforward. Yeah. Like surely it would be like a one or a two just because you would think that that would be up there. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to go yeah. higher than that to get five points. Yeah. yeah. Like Jimmy brought in kinetic sand. So have you touched kinetic sand? Yes, I have. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that was great. I take his point of like, you know, if I was allowed to bring this in the studio, like you all would be frothing over this. Yeah. And I think he's right because it is one of those things that's like, as an adult, I always think, oh, you know, like it's just, you know, it's a kid's toy, like it's fine. And then you actually touch it and you're like, hang on, this is actually real fun. Yes. That inner shot gets engaged real quick. And yeah. then, well, I, I thought three points was about right for him though because I did think Nina's Agreed. was better. And then Danielle brought in sensitive weed, which I'd never heard of. No, same. No, I had never heard of that either. I wonder if that's a Queensland thing. Well, that's what I was wondering because she's like she was talking about how it's a weed that opens and closes, and that she would sit around on Athletics Day touching the weeds, which I thought was I, great. I I think that's perfect, and also I don't I never heard of sensitive weed, but I definitely remember, and this is terrible because I remember when I was a kid where we lived, there was a plant that was growing hugely outside of our apartment block, mm-hmm. and someone will probably know what this is called. I don't know what it's called, but under the flower, there would be these like little, um, I almost looked like a blister almost, and you could oh, pop it. And I've when you pop it, there'd be like seeds that would come out. And I remember being a kid just like freaking loving pushing those. Yeah. And then probably the seeds would hit the ground and I'm sure restarted the growing process. Obviously. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So when, like, even though I, didn't had never heard of this thing that Danielle had bought in I was like no no I can appreciate that because I spent my childhood whenever I walked in and out of the freaking house yeah doing the same thing I might try and push a few of these on the way to school you've just brought back a memory from my own childhood about this tree we used to have which had these pods of seeds on it and they were in the shape of almost an acorn but they're about oh well for people listening an inch high but I'm showing you my fingers um And they were just flakes like seeds and you would just pull it and it would like flutter like confetti oh. and there'd be thousands of them on our tree. And it, would, it used to just be something, you know, you'd go over and you'd be like, oh, it feels good. Yeah. Well, there you go. She got her five points. I think the she's one. Won, she's won both prize tasks, prize tasks now. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about last week's prize task again. I was really harsh on that. But people agreed with me a little bit when they messaged me, so it made me feel better. Okay. But she's killing it. And I, when I saw her get five points for this, I thought she's going to run away with the series. That was my first thought. Yeah. That Yeah, that I think she's very much like I'm getting the impression. And she kind of said it herself last episode. It's like people don't think that maybe she's got a lot going on upstairs, but I think she's a lot smarter than people give her credit for. Yeah. Mm. And I think Taskmaster also shows that you can be stupid too, though. Do you know what I mean? Like even the smartest, look at Dara O'Brien, who everyone was like, oh, he's just going to do everything perfect and that. There were still moments where he looked utterly silly, but that's the point. We're all a bit stupid. (laughs) Exactly. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. And I really liked when he said to Tom Cashman, when the Taskmaster said to the assistant, uh, am I allowed to make you lose points? I lost my mind because I thought that was hilarious. Yes. When I when I heard before the cast was announced that they were doing a Taskmaster Australia, my first thought was Tom Gleeson needs to be the Taskmaster. Oh, and I know, I know, I know, I know there are some people that maybe don't agree with that or were mm-hmm. just like, why was he the Taskmaster? I'm like, mm-hmm. he needed to be Taskmaster because let's be honest, and I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. Yeah, go for will, it. He will always choose cunt in any given moment. <laughs> 
And the thing is, is that you need that in a taskmaster because if you think about the UK version, you know, particularly when it started, and I guess up until now, it's a little bit different because it's been going for 15 seasons, but mm. it's the best when Greg really kind of puts his foot down mm. and says, right, okay, I've made this decision. This is mm-hmm. how it's going to know further correspondence will be entered into. Yeah. And Tom will always choose chaos and yeah. choose like whatever the worst possible outcome for you is, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It has to be. I also agree with him. Kitty Flanagan would be amazing, but he... He is perfect for that role for that reason. And yeah. then, you know, someone like Tom Cashman, who I who he was the person I wasn't super familiar with before. Yeah, either. But I yeah, but I, I kind of love that relationship that they're starting to build where they're really setting that kind of like, you know, Tom is the taskmaster and you're Tom the assistant. To the task. I'm into it. Love it. Very <laughs> great. Yeah, I thought this episode really brought that out as well, which is good. And I think it will continue to develop, like we said. If you go back and watch season one of Taskmaster UK now, you go like, wow, it's almost entirely different. And Greg was a lot more hesitant back then too. Like some of his some yeah. of his decision-making was very much like, oh, Alex, what do you think? And Alex is like, you're the Taskmaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to change. But I think they're developing a great relationship as well. So that was hmm. a good start to this episode, I felt. Agreed. So task one was let the cat out of the bag. Once you touch a bag, you must open it. Fewest bag openings wins. Your time starts meow. Oh. <laughs> they loved and hated in equal measure. Yeah. Yep. The joke, you mean? Or mine? Yeah, my yeah, version. Yeah. The, the, the joke, yeah. No, no, the joke. <laughs> the, um, the task was great. I loved it. I, yeah. I thought it was like a classic Taskmaster style task. Like, because it was one of those ones where, they had clues and mm-hmm. if you stopped and thought about it and kind of looked, they kind of made it very easy to find the answer, right? Oh, my God, 100%. But when you're in the moment, as we've seen over the series, plus three series of the New Zealand one and all the others, yeah. you just don't see what's right in front of you. I mean, if we start at, at the very best of them, we'll start mm. with Danielle and Luke, who both found the clue, which was, in the shape of the cat, all the bags were lined up and then the word cat with an arrow pointing to a bag with a cat in it. Yes. This is the perfect task that would describe how I imagine I would go on Taskmaster in mm-hmm. that I would love to think I would take a moment, think about what I'm doing mm-hmm. and go, right, okay, where's the clue? How can I be strategic about this? What, like, let's get the uh, the brain engaged. Mm-hmm. But realistically, what would happen is I'd probably end up doing what Julia was doing and open 71 fucking bags and <laughs> try and find the cat. Yeah. And that's the perfect task because to show both of that, that spectrum of like how you could deal with it. Danielle was just wandering around. She spotted the word cat. She saw the arrow. Yeah. She went straight to the bag. She opened it. One bag open, cat, bang, five points, done. That is Easy. how it is to be done. I mean, yes. Luke also found the arrow, so he ended up going up to the balcony and spotting it from the balcony, which was smart, really smart. But he really opened smart. four bags, which yeah. I thought he'd only opened two. But well, no. they only showed two, but he probably yeah. opened two and then went, hang on a second. Again, it's one of those things in hindsight, I probably should have done that first, but yes. when you're in the moment, you don't think of that. So I was surprised, though, because he was beaten by Nina who just looked yeah. in the holes of the bags and Nina two bags, she ended up opening only two. Nina two bags, first of all, great name yes. for a start. Um, <laughs> but second of all, 
Like it's just, and again, this is the beauty of Taskmaster because, you know, they can obviously write the task a certain way. They can, you know, plan for contingencies in terms of how people would solve the task. Mm -hmm. But they think that someone could like look in the fucking top of the bag and see if there's a cat in it. Yes. Which obviously she did and like did just like that. And then she was like, okay, I'm done now. Yeah. Great. Yeah, she was like, I'm done. I feel like I might win this whole show. I bet you $50 I'm going to win. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And considering yeah. she won the episode, that's probably not a bad bet to make. Yeah, hey, I'm on board. I'm on Team Nina for this episode. She was smashing it. She but, yeah, I wouldn't have thought to look in the holes of the bag. It wouldn't have occurred. I mean, I would have, but probably eventually after about 45 minutes. Let's be oh, yeah, after your first 70, then you looked in the holes. And then I would have been like, hang on a second, there's a hole in this bag. Yeah, hang on, there's a chili over here. So that was one of the, the things that I didn't actually pick up on at first when Jimmy was opening the bags. He was going, mm. oh, there's a chili in this one. This one's got ice in it. That must mean hot and cold. Yeah. Didn't even occur to me. No. I just couldn't, I just, it didn't even, I didn't even think that would be something. And when he was looking at the sausage and they're going, and he's going, oh, it's a hot, spicy chorizo. And they're like, no, 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 like hot dog. And I'm like, oh, so there was a clue there that I wouldn't have got anyway. (laughs) No, totally. Same. No. Again, I would have got flustered and opened 71 bags. Which brings us to Julia, who just went around aimlessly and opened random bags. Who also introduced me to the term droney. Also, one of my favourite things about her task is that she said, no, no, I saw the drone and I thought, wow, like there must, it must be up there because there's something to see. No further <laughs> investigation required. That's my, loved it because I would have done the same. I think like, I would have just assumed it was a new way to film. I wouldn't have even. I would have too. Exactly. I probably wouldn't have given it a second thought either, to be honest. No, nope. And I, I would have hoped I'd seen the shape of the cap. I'd. Oh, who knows if I'd seen the arrow or not. I might have thought it was a tail. I don't know. I would have probably thought the same, to be honest. Yeah. So Julia got one point, which makes complete sense. Hers was a yeah. mess. <laughs> Jimmy got two. He got. He ended up opening 22 bags. Uh, yeah. Who's Jimmy that, Luke? Bag. Kind of yeah. has a similar Nina two bags. Yeah, sorry. G- sorry, I did mean Jimmy 22 bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Luke four bags. That sounds weird. Yeah. Luke four bags got three points. Yeah. Uh, two bags got four points. Yes. <laughs> and then one bag. One bag, yeah. yeah. Danielle, one bag, got five points and won the task. So yeah. she is out with a strong start again. Yeah. Yes. That's two five-pointers in a row, which is incredible. All right. So we're up to task two. Call an older yeah. family member and make them hang up on you. If they suspect you want them to hang up on you, you're disqualified. Fastest wins. What a great task. Great task. I remember there being something similar um, happening in the UK uh, version, Um, but I still think it's a great task, especially like as Luke demonstrated, you know, choosing an older family member because you know that conversation can go any which way. (laughs) Yes. And that's why trying to get them off the phone the quickest is like the, the perfect way of, the perfect task. 100%. So I think you're thinking of season 12 where it was trying to keep them on the phone and then doing something different yes. every time. Yes. That was yes. the yes. best task. I loved that so much. Yeah. So this was great. Yeah. Totally. And I was also thinking, what's the one that Victoria did, you know, in um, season, was it 13? 
No, that was 12. Oh, was it? It was 12. Yeah. Okay. Where she yeah. was on the phone talking about her problems with her tongue and that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. She yes. hated that. She yeah, would love yeah, this because yeah. it would be over really yeah. quickly if she did it well. Yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That was one of my favorite tasks from series 12 because they just went on about random stuff and tried to keep yeah. the person on, which seemed to have an effect of being hung up on quicker than what half of our contestants did. Well, that's right. Exactly. And then it turns out when you have to get someone off the phone, it turns out it's real hard. Exactly. Unless yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say she was incredible at it. So she rang her agent. So not a relative. I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, I was thinking about that. I, I, cause I watched the episode again and I was like, well, technically, technically mm. she probably didn't complete the task because she didn't call a relative yes. but then and then especially when she was saying in studio that she called her agent and of course the agent hung up in 17 seconds it was probably about 10 seconds too long from what I would assume an agent <laughs> would give you know so yeah perfect but then as Nina as two bags Nina pointed out yes. um you know sometimes you don't have the opportunity to ring uh, your family your family Sometimes it's your chosen family. And I'm like, well, if we're going to give her that, which I'm very happy to do. Exactly right. It's only a hop, step and a jump from like there to an agent. Right? You probably so, do have a relationship with fairly often anyway. Yeah. She, that's probably, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought like, too. I was thinking that like calling an older family member kind of limits some people to who they can call or if they've got anyone yeah. to call. We yeah, exactly. have a little bit of discrepancy. I suppose the main yeah. point of the task was, getting them to hang up on you without them suspecting that's what she's doing yeah exactly and she made the perfect choice by choosing someone that was just really not going to give her the time of day unless they were going to get something out of it so and she went with the the you know the good method of just staying silent so that no one was especially when you brilliant method like the best like strategy for this task yes. you know especially when you compare it to what Danielle did which was basically sound like she was having a medical episode yes. like no wonder her poor man was scared I was worried too and, you know okay, so <laughs> Julia was 17 seconds and her agent pretty much hung up immediately then we had yeah. Danielle calling her nan yeah and then she just kind of went uh and I was like oh my yeah. god this is awful like I've never had a stroke but it sounds like you're having one right now and it, the weird thing is like that's not even us joking it legitimately did and if you saw someone yeah. talking like that the first thing you yeah. would do would be to get an ambulance yeah, <laughs> like, exactly like you've had training for first aid that's what you would do I'm like I've had kind of something similar and I'm like yeah, I don't think I'd let that go, actually. No. I think I'd be wanting to ask further questions. I know. And her poor nan's going, Danielle, are you okay? Where are you? And I'm like, oh, no. So when she said, I can't do this, nan, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'm on the tally. I thought, yep, good. Take you to school. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm so glad she did that because her nan sounds like divine. Oh, and I just good. couldn't. I just couldn't bear the thought that, you know, her poor nan was like struggling with the the idea that maybe her like darling granddaughter is, you know, unwell. So or on drugs, as Danielle said. Well, yeah, exactly. Or on drugs or, you know, something terrible had happened. happened. So yeah. I'm glad that uh, we got to see that closure. And Tom Cashman's face during that was just like so good. He was like, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, what is happening here? eyes were just going what are you doing stop it stop doing that (laughs) exactly Exactly. you know what Danielle in the spirit of me saying I'm going to be harsh you deserve that disqualification for doing that to you now you deserve zero points (laughs) exactly
and that well that yeah. brings us to then Jimmy and Nina who kind of took a similar route down what to do so Jimmy rang an aunt and Nina rang a friend they pretty much went down the path of like rustling and like making it seem like they couldn't like- talk yes and then Jimmy even said like oh I'm on the plane I'm 30,000 feet in the air like okay well as someone who's been on the plane recently like that was not a humble brag it's just like your phone is not working up there man who's believing that oh it's the weirdest yeah and for a second because he his was the first we watched and I thought that they were doing a video call because he was ducking and diving and I was going what's going on he's going like that's why can I be honest with you this is what I love watching about Jimmy this season and I know we're only two episodes in but he's very animated and it's great it's it's great to watch and he was totally, for, for something that was a phone call, he was up and about. He was really selling it. I don't know why, but the first thing I thought was just, he reminds me of, like, the Wiggles. Like, he's just yeah. really, like, yeah. he throws himself in with the hand movements and he's in there and yeah. he's like, it out. And I went, this is great because I thought he was on a video call. Well, this you know what this is? This is a man who's, A, done children's television and has three children himself, Correct. right? Duh, yeah. I'm talking about the Wiggles. He was giggle. No, yeah, yeah he was. Giggle. He was giggle. Yeah, totally. Yep. So then, yes, yeah, so he started saying he was 35,000 feet up in the air and then his aunt's like, oh, okay. Like, anyway, what are you up to? Well, exactly. And also, why didn't that require further questioning? What do you mean the 35,000 feet in the air? Where are you going? What are you doing up there? Why are you on the phone to me? <laughs> exactly. Of all the things you could be doing on the plane, why are you calling me? Yeah. And I loved it when he just started blowing into the end of the phone and her response was, are you in the toilet? <laughs> I, just, I just went, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but Nina did it better. So yeah. Nina did yes. it in half the time of Jimmy. Um, so yeah. he did it in two minutes, 25. She did it in one minute, eight seconds. And she yeah. kind of just rustled paper and then stomped yeah. away, which was good. Yeah. You know, the person would have been like, They're oh, not are you there? And if she didn't answer, well, of course, the natural inclination is to hang up. Yes. But they got there in the end. Very impressed with that. And then we, yes. I mean, this is the, just the best taskmaster you can ask for when we get to Luke. I think one of the greatest taskmaster moments of all time. Like I've never laughed so hard. Like it was just, <laughs> this was one of those moments I was talking about before, how it can go from like funny and yeah. like, you know, silly engage, whatever yeah. to just being really heartfelt because if you're very lucky enough to still have a parent, mm-hmm. particularly a mother mm-hmm. who just wants to talk to you on the phone. I which, know it's lovely. My experience, I have a mother like that. Yep. So when I was, watching I was like I was cringing along with him I was feeling all of his emotions and I was like no no this will be a phone call as soon as he said she's retired I was like why did you call her <laughs> did you call her but also he's he's misinterpreted the whole task as get them to hang up on you while you're talking <laughs> yeah exactly that was never gonna happen no and I I just I can't believe how good it was they covered so these were the stats they covered 34 topics including the share market the Optus um data breach yep and then <laughs> I also heard like Celia's baby's really cute yeah and, and I'm like, like oh that's lovely <laughs> that's quite lovely yep 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 how'd you date with the girl in Sydney go so hey, yeah you know she's interested in his life which is lovely to take 20 minutes of course it was never going to be less than 20 minutes no and then at the, the point where he muted the conversation and said can I tell them to hang up or whatever 
And then he comes back and goes, oh, I was just checking my battery. Still got plenty. Because <laughs> in that moment, he's like, no, no, like I'm her son. Like I can't tell her to hang up. Like I can't hang up on her. Like I'm, I need to be respectful to my mum. Yeah. I don't know. He could have just said, I've only got 1%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he could, exactly. He said, oh, like he could have said, I'll give you, a, he could have even said, I'll call you back in five. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> it was no. Just That's not what's happening here. Yeah. Luke is having a conversation on camera with his mum. And I think my favourite part was just the little bit where she was telling him that her Facebook had been hacked and he goes, well, don't say your password out loud. You never know who's listening. I <laughs> love that. Really funny. I love that. That's very cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is just how I roll with it. I thought it was so good. I watched it again this morning. I just couldn't stop laughing. Every it's going to be re- Yeah, it's going to be replayed forever. That's one of yeah. those classic moments. Yeah. When I re-record some bits later for the start, what I'll do is I'll call one of my family members and see how quick I can get them to hang up on me and we'll see how I go. That'd be great. Yeah, Yeah, I reckon I could get my sister to hang up in minus 10 seconds. (laughs) A sister would definitely hang up in less than 10 seconds. Yeah. See, I reckon. And then again, if I called an older family member, there's a good chance my nana would never hang up because she often doesn't. She doesn't know she's still on the phone when she thinks she's hung up. So it'd be impossible to call someone like that. See, I would love in that in that moment, in that task, if I was doing it, I would call my nan because mm. here's the thing about my nan. She does not like talking on the phone. Oh, good. Even Perfect. after all these years, she's just like, hey, love, how are you? Good. Oh, that's good. And then like once she kind of like hits her topics, she's like, I've got nothing else for you. I've got to go. Done. Even if like she's going to is nothing. Yeah. She's just not a super comfortable phone talker, so I would probably call her. So yeah. <laughs> obviously um, Julia got five points for that in her 17-second hang-up. Then we yes. went to Nina who got four points. Jimmy got yeah. three. Luke ended up with two points for his 20 <laughs> minutes, which was amazing. <laughs> Even how it ended is great. I just, I can't believe he ended up with two points for that. I've thought for sure they might have got two down to one. Yeah, I'm glad he got two. I almost wish he got five just for the entertainment value, just quietly. But that's, you know. Oh, if we were doing it on entertainment value, his mum would have got five points. Well, that's true. And Danielle would have got four. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying she deserves a zero. Her nana deserves better than that. No, no, she definitely deserves a zero in terms of the, um, because as Tom said, like, you were the popular vote, like, what did he say? Yeah, Tom Cashman said to her, does she get an extra point for being cute? And he's like, absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> this is why Tom is the best taskmaster. Yeah, but I was also like, well, no, no one gets an extra point for being cute. Since when do they no, get cute points? You get an extra point for swearing at Alex. We know this. Yeah, or getting his trousers off. It's fine. Correct. Those are exactly. the rules. Apply exactly. by the rules. Thank you. I'm glad mm-hmm. everyone knows the rules of taskmaster. Exactly. <laughs> Right, so task three was do the bravest thing with this ream of paper. Bravest thing wins. You have 20 minutes. Your time starts now. This was kind of a nothing task, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I was like, watching this, some were great Mm -hmm. and some were like, they were a task that happened. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It, I think this whole thing was a task that happened. I mean, you're allowed to disagree with me. But, I mean, we'll start with Luke who wrapped paper around his head so he couldn't see and then tried to walk across a field avoiding objects I don't know what that was I don't know what that was either and to be honest like you know in the wrap-up of his task when Tom said because Jimmy basically Mm -hmm. like was holding the paper while he did a task essentially yeah and his was that he's scared of being poked in the eye with the end of an umbrella 
Yes. And so when Tom made the rationalization of like, well, technically you could have just sat there with anxiety and held paper and technically like done the task. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, as someone with anxiety, like Mm -hmm. that actually is literally my life. That would have been better than walking around in a field with paper on your head. But then also (laughs) I kind of did enjoy watching him with paper on his head because especially when he was he was saying he was a bit scared about how toxic the bloody text was and do you know and what, like, that just sounded like me yeah yeah because yeah, so luke has ocd and i've also got ocd which i find amusing that, like i'm like yeah i'm so luke but i totally got that because i was sitting there going yeah i'd be worried about the pen too. <laughs> i just went see the whole thing if you've got the paper in your hand and you have an anxiety disorder you should have won it's like done yeah. Although then I then I would argue, is there anything brave about that? Because like, I don't have a choice with anxiety. It's like, if I'm having an anxiety attack, it's happening now, whether I like it or not. Yeah, mate, maybe. Brave. Yeah, I don't know. But they were, yeah. they were, like we said, they both did something that they thought was brave to them. It was very specific to them. Um, yes. I don't, it wasn't, I don't know. See, this is another one where I'm just like, eh, it was fine. But I think because we came off the last task where I laughed so hard, this one just fell flat to me. Like not my favorite of the episode, but again with this task, like when it like when it was good, it was mm. great. Yeah. And then when it like wasn't, it was like not. But then yeah. we went to Julia decided she would yeah. write down her political thoughts, which I actually okay. So I think this is like in terms of her concept of where she's going with this, I thought this was great. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. in Australia. Maybe not so much because we do have free speech. And, yeah, of course, you know, she's right. She might have people, like, getting on the internet and, like, having a go at her for what she said, the banter or, you know, someone just having a crack at her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, there's probably a bit of that. But, you know, if this was a taskmaster in a country that didn't have democracy, like, that would be wild, right? That would be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So as a, like, as an idea and a concept, I thought hers was great. I think she... Mm -hmm like really deserved to be scored quite high quite frankly yeah um and she didn't she yeah, got one point which is probably like the first time this series where I probably didn't necessarily agree with the Taskmaster's scoring yeah well I thought it was I mean I, I like you said I get what she was going yeah. for but yeah. also none of what she said surprised me so maybe it depends on how well, we get as true. people well, that's true because if she had, because, you know, she stood there and said, like, I think Australia should be a republic. I vote mm-hmm. quite left wing. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, I mean, me too. Like, yeah, okay. Depends on the audience who took it in as to how brave what she said was potentially. Well, that's true. So I get yeah. it. But like, one point was probably a bit low, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, this whole task doesn't make sense to how I feel about things because some I liked, but I wouldn't have given them high points. I don't know. We We go to Danielle then who tried to, Chase the geese with a sword and shield she made from paper. Yeah. Okay. So again, not to come back to our no, no, go back. philosophical <laughs> question. Yeah. She used the paper. Yeah. You know, she made a sword and shield and started tried to pick a fight with geese. <laughs> Was that the best use of the paper? I don't know. But she used the paper and yeah. probably deserved to be scored higher because of that. That's interesting. I didn't think she deserved to be scored higher because I didn't find it brave. <laughs> well, I have not been attacked by geese, but I feel like they would fuck my shit up. Look, hey, have you ever seen Shrek? <laughs> I don't know why. There's a scene in like Shrek 3 with this goose and that's when I learned how they have teeth and that scared me for yeah. life. 
there but because the geese were so placid during their filming, yeah. I just kind of went. She tried to pick a fight and they were like, no. I don't want a bar of it. I don't know what's yeah. happening here, but I don't want a bar of it. But still, like, I just think yeah, the way I interpreted the task mm-hmm. is that, you know, do a brave thing with paper. Okay, trying yeah. to pick a fight with geese, brave. Yeah, true. Using the paper. Like that. Done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Nina's was the one that got me, I think. Nina's was incredible. So she was really worried about it being cringy and she said that so much that I was worried for her about whatever she was going to do. Well, of course, as soon as someone says this is going to be cringy, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to prepare my body for what I'm yeah. about to see. So she yeah. ended up getting a heap of rocks and then laying the paper out to form the words, my heart is broken, which was yeah. beautiful and sad. Even as you say that, I feel like my, I feel like I want to cry. Like yes, yes. it's absolutely that embodiment of we can go from silly to really poignant. Yeah. And, and it was vulnerable. And so vulnerable. And when you, when someone, regardless of whether it's two bags over here, yep. if someone says something vulnerable, like, you know, my heart is broken. We all know what a broken heart feels like. So we all have a reaction. Yeah. And she did you seem know. quite emotional in a way during it, but also like it was yeah. cathartic, which I hope it was. Yeah. Exactly. And I loved it. I loved seeing it. I I felt her, you know, I don't know if it's whatever she felt, like whether it was embarrassment or cringy or just like, fuck, I'm just not sure if I should do this. Like I was there with her. Because well, she got three points. Paper. She got three points, which I I don't agree with that. I thought I would have given five. five. Yeah. If I was a taskmaster, I would have given that five. I certainly wouldn't have given it less than four. Let's put it that way. Yeah, big big if, but yeah, if I was the taskmaster too, I would have given it five. <laughs> and then, but then that's the juxtaposition of like this vulnerable yeah. Nina with my heart is broken. We're all like, oh my god, and the audience, you know, the audience yeah. kind of did that. Oh, that's awful. And then she said it was too long to write. I cry when I masturbate, <laughs> which is great. Which is like, you know, that's that's how you can tell. Like that's a comedian, right? Because yeah. you know, she knows that that's uncomfortable. Yes, and that tension is not conducive to comedy. Yep. So I've got to relieve that tension. And yep. she did that with the line, right? Perfect. Yep. No, that was Should good. Been- well, Luke ended up with five points, Jimmy four, uh, Nina three, Danielle two, and Julia one. So we have some disagreement with the taskmaster on this one, but I think yep. we're going to get some of that, which is okay. Yeah, I think um, I've, I've been pretty okay with, the scoring in the Australian version, even though I know we're only two episodes in, like, for mm-hmm. example, and this is a whole other conversation, like <laughs> I watched New Zealand season three, actually all of mm-hmm. the seasons of New Zealand, and Jeremy's scoring is wild. By oh, Jeremy doesn't care. He does not. I don't think he understands what he's doing. <laughs> but, and yet I find that really endearing that he's just like, oh, you're four, you're three, and there's no, like, everyone's just like, oh, okay, like, what can we do? Yeah, exactly. But no, like I get it. It's um, it is what it is. Jinx. <laughs> the live task was wearing your chopstick gloves, de-pineapple the pizzas, and put the pineapple in your bowls. If you want a new mm-hmm. pizza, you can ask Tom by asking accurately and politely in Italian. The contestant yeah. with the most juice wins. You have 120 seconds. Your time starts now. Mm-hmm. I tell you, the one thing that I don't I love, love about doing this word document that I have to do for this is the live task was so long. I had to rewatch the wording four times to get it. It's a lot, it's a lot to take in. 
Yes. Yeah. But then it was one of those ones when I was listening to the words, I was like, what? Yeah. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, they just have to put the pineapple in the bowl. That's all it is. Get Mm. the pineapple in the bowl and do that. I'm starting to see a theme with Taskmaster Australia. We've had two episodes now where Mm -hmm. juice is the central theme, you know, like feel the orange. Yeah, fill the cup with the orange juice in the first episode and now the pineapple juice in episode two. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going to be its thing. You know how, like, the UK one has ducks? Yep. And, again, this one was just one of those live tasks where you just you watch and it's over pretty quickly, I thought. It's just a heap of chaos. And, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to watch. It was over quickly. Again, we had two ads either side of it, which annoyed me, but that's fine. Uh, I'm not going to be able to win against Channel 10. No, that's a Channel 10 thing. Like, I don't think that's a Taskmaster thing. Oh, no, it's definitely not Taskmaster. That's Channel 10. I'm I'm happy to talk about Channel 10 being a problem there. Um, But Nina used her mouth to pick up the pineapples, which I thought was inventive. It is inventive. Wasn't she meant to use the chopstick gloves? It just says wearing your chopstick gloves. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, you're right. So she used her mouth. Great. I suppose that's okay. She ends up winning, right? Yeah. Oh. No, she did really bad. <laughs> oh, well, then in that case, was it the right thing to do? <laughs> no, she did awful. I, I expected better of her, but it turns out hers was full of bacon. That's why it looks so full. Yeah, okay. Well, so, see, this is the thing, you know, this is the whole thing about, you know, where you get your pizzas because some places, because can I tell you, I <laughs> love a ham and pineapple pizza. Yep. You know, some people are really anti-pineapple on pizza. Yeah, I no, am I'm not. Pro-pineapple. Pro Yep. Further to that point, when I do order ham and pineapple, I will always order at a minimum double pineapple. So if I, if I was doing this with my double pineapple pizza, like I'd probably, I assume I would do well, but you're right. Like what if you bought a pizza from a place that goes ham first, then you're fucked. And she was fucked. You know what? That there's a good point there that they must've had the same amount of pineapple on each pizza roughly, because otherwise if someone had heaps and someone had less, by the time you've yeah. ordered your new one from Tom by asking exactly. in Italian. Maybe that, you know, maybe that did not set her up for success. Maybe. I'm just throwing I'm just throwing hot takes out there. Hey, I welcome your hot takes. That's yeah. a good one. Maybe yeah. there's maybe yeah. there's a conspiracy here about the pizzas and we've just maybe uncovered it. Yeah, well, everyone else just did what we expected, which is using their chopsticks to get the pineapple onto the chopsticks and then slide them into the bowl. So we, I mean, it was a, a task based on the most juice. So it turns out that Jimmy won. Yeah. Uh, he ended up with the most juice, followed closely by Julia, then Danielle. Yep. Nina was actually fourth, which did surprise me as well, because I thought Nina got heaps more than that. And then Luke got one, which I'm not overly shocked about. No. I did see someone on Twitter once say, was it Twitter? Was someone basically so talking about Taskmaster Australia mm. saying that, Luke was probably going to end up being like the Nish Kumar of this season. And look, yeah. they've, he's, yeah, that's, I mean, not wrong. No, we welcome that. Oh, no, I think mm. that's where we're headed. So in the end, yeah. Nina won. So she got 17 points overall, uh, winning on a tie break actually against Jimmy, who also got 17 points. Then we had. About that. Oh, sorry. I yeah, yeah. You. Go. sorry. I want to talk about that tie break. The clapping. How many claps do you reckon you could get in in a minute? Because I was thinking about, I didn't try it. No, I haven't tried it. To think that you could get over 300 is wild. Actually, that's a good point. I didn't even question the amount. Like, well, there was a clapping task in one of the the UK. It wasn't a tiebreaker. So in the yeah. UK one with 
uh, it must have been series two with Richard Osman, etc. <laughs> I'm blanking yeah. on everyone's names. I'm pretty sure they had to clap as many times as possible in their gloves or whatever that they've put on correctly. And I want, if I go back and look at that, I might look at that later tonight and see if there was an amount they did to compare. Yeah, because it would be different, obviously, with gloves, but because I'm just trying to do it now and I'm like, yeah, you really do get a lot in there. You can pack a lot in there. 300. But 300 seems a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. But then um, I never really, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. No. No, that's a good point. Well, I mean, maybe I'll need to go back and look at that and see. If I can figure out how many claps they did in like a five-second window and then times that by, oh, I can't do math. Yeah. That might help. That might be the best way, but yeah. I but anyway, so. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she won, so well done to Nina. But yeah, exactly. then we had Jimmy on 17, like I said, Danielle 15, Julia 13, and poor Luke has lost again. He's on 12. <laughs> well, who, who are you predict, predicting to win? Oh, see, it depends on when you ask me. Okay. Because well, I'm asking you. No, I understand that. So <laughs> I I can't help but think Danielle just because yep. she's been strong in the prize tasks. And that's like five free points before they even start the tasks, right? 100%. Yep. Um, so I reckon Danielle's a pretty decent shout. She's a shoe in. Um, yeah. And I can't help but think, not that I think second, but I'm also got my eye on Jimmy and Nina. Yeah. Not just because Nina won the episode, but like, you know, I know she said that she doesn't always expect to win. So when she does, it's a surprise, but Mm. she's like, she's pretty cluey. Oh yeah. And she's a Taskmaster fan. So I'm not surprised that she's, you know, I mean, I suppose that might not even help, but it could come into play in the next eight episodes. Well, exactly. Like, I mean, if I, if you think about it, if you do this show and you've never seen it before and you don't know what the hell you're doing, mm-hmm. I imagine you would have very different results to someone who, you know, is a fan, watched the show, knows how to kind of think yeah, about how the tasks are created. I imagine that's a very different experience, right? Yeah. Well, I think you're probably right. Danielle's my pick at this stage for the win. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's going to be close with Jimmy and Nina. I don't think Julia really cares, which is fine. I'm okay Which with is, that. Like, you, you need contestants like that. You know? And also I think because Julia is a bit of a wild card because when she like is on it, we saw oh, she's like on. She's yeah. But then when she's not, she's like just happy to be there. I like that neither of us have mentioned Luke. <laughs> I feel bad because I love Luke so much, but I I'm just too. like if he's going to have the thought process to call his retired mum and have a 20-minute conversation in a task that needs to be done ASAP, I just don't know how that's going to go for him. Is there yeah. anyone you really want to see on a next series if we get one? Oh, wow. I think Celia would be great. Celia Popola. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Um, who else? I feel like I don't know why I didn't anticipate this question. Yeah, I was going to say I would like to see Kitty. I think Will Anderson would be great. Yep. Um, I think Aaron Chen would be stunning. Oh, my God, um, yes. I'm going to have a think about that, actually. Right. Hey, not to interrupt you, but I think anyone who's been on Have You Been Paying Attention would be amazing. That's- I was just thinking about that, actually. Yeah. yeah. I reckon you I'd love to see Sam Pang on it. Sam Pang would be great. You know who else would be great? I reckon Geraldine Hickey would, like, be fire. Yeah. Anyone from Have You Been Paying Attention, anyone from any of the Working Dog Productions, which obviously Nina is as well. Yeah. Um, perfect. 
I'm going to have a bit of a think about who else there is and I you, will let you know. You can tweet me later. <laughs> I will, actually. So okay. I really appreciate you joining me for welcome. this podcast. It has been really good to talk to you. You're very Likewise. welcome. All right. Thank you so much. See you, Mary. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. So there we have it. Episode two is complete, both of Taskmaster AU and my podcast. Thank you once again to Maya. Uh, you can follow Maya on Instagram. Her handle is at maya.george.reese. And she was a wonderful guest. I really appreciate her letting me practice my Zoom podcasting skills on her. <laughs> so thank you once again, Maya. You absolute legend. Uh, as for this podcast this week, we've had a, a bit of feedback, mostly around how good Luke was. And how funny his task was with the phone call. So of course it was. If you if your favourite moment was anything other than that, you've lost your mind. Um, <laughs> we also had Chloe mention the time slots. So Chloe felt that it could have been an 8.30, like a later time slot for us here in Oz. It's on pretty early, which makes it a little bit more PG. I agree with that to a certain extent. But then I remembered that this week they talked about masturbating and I'm like, hmm... I mean, I don't think we're going to see anyone take their trousers off, but you don't know, do you? I don't know why I went into an English accent then. Is it because I'm thinking of the UK one? Sorry, um, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Mostly the feedback's been good, but remember, you can tweet me your opinions after each episode at TMDU Podcast, or send me a message, happy to read them out. And yeah, I guess we'll wait and see what episode three brings next week. I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening. If you've listened to an hour of me talking, you've done an amazing job. Uh, and I really appreciate you. But now it's time for you to go to sleep probably. So good night. Bye. As a little bonus, I have recorded exactly what I promised. I try and give my mother a call. Let's see how quickly I can be hung up on by a relative. Wish me luck. This is just like in Marvel at the end of the film. There's an extra scene. Okay, bye. Okay, so what I'm going to do is, as promised, I'm going to call my mother and uh, see how quickly I can get her to hang up on me. I don't, I think my plan is to stay silent. Let's find out. <laughs> you are calling oh, is not typical. available just typical can i just say it would be harder to get my mother to answer the phone than to hang up on me I'm not sure if your mother's like that but mine is let's try my sister She hates me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, my dear sister. That is exactly what I wanted. Well, there we have it. I would have been given five points and I would have won. <laughs>